0: Hello there, this is Wale Olulano, the presiding apostle of Harmony Christian Ministries. I'm happy that you can join us today in our podcast. I pray today's message will encourage, edify and illuminate your heart, wherever your circumstances may be. Please relax and enjoy. Let's remind ourselves of why Christ came. Jesus came to this earth to establish the kingdom embassy called church through which the plans of God will be actually enforced on earth to which men will be saved. Authorities of God will be established. So hence the church itself is an institution or is a group of people that's got the responsibility to shine the lights in dark places of this world. We've got the responsibility. That's why we need the breath of God. That's why we need the name of Jesus to breathe upon us. Amen. We have the responsibility to shine light into the dark world. However, this institution or this people called church, church folks, we ourselves are often saddled with pain, saddled with confusion, disappointments. Sometimes with compromises, mixture, or doctrinal issues, which tends to divide us and tend to change our focus from why Christ has come, from what we are meant to be. So many times we are unable to shine this light into the dark world. And the problem is a sick church cannot heal. dying world and so you find out that even though over the past years particularly 24th century church we have been living in a context of unfavorable socio-economic political issues different things happening and the recent covid 19 pandemic has not made anything easier so you find that the church either withdraws or fails to know its purpose in trying to survive like most of us are trying to survive and then we live the work of who is supposed to represent this God who is supposed to enforce his will on earth for us to achieve and to attain the full purpose of shining this light mandate we need to rediscover our identity. Amen. We must draw inspirations from the Bible. From people who lived before us and people who live even in our contemporary times. How did they do it? These are people who we see them as heroes. But who are these heroes? They were ordinary folks. Ordinary individuals. Sometimes their names were not even mentioned. But they did stuff in difficult circumstances by simply acting and trusting in obedience to what has been said to them to do. Now, the truth is, these folks, they also at different times fluctuated between that which was looking very gloomy. They fluctuated between pessimism. But then they just woke up to, it is possible. To optimism just like you fluctuate between i can do this to no, i'm not able i can't go and die i can't go and kill myself i can't go and publish his name in my office i can't stand up for the truth when everybody is saying this other thing but the people that we are studying they dare to stand up in the face of insult sometimes being ignored but they made a name for god for themselves because they stood up friends it's in such circumstance that we have found ourselves this morning in the passage that we are studying from last week i had to give you that background because i want to show you this morning the bigger picture of john chapter 2. it is a passage that looks so simple as a prophet Children know the story, the wedding in Canaan. But because as a good Bible student, you will know that anything that is done at the beginning or at the end of a matter is important. It cannot be left for chance. That's why the foundation of a house takes time. That's why when it comes to the crowning of it, it takes time. So there must be something about John chapter 2 that we have left out over the years. And this morning, I'm trusting God to help the church to see a bit more than what we have seen before. Hmm. And so I go back to the story of John chapter 2 this morning. Within the time that we have gone, the Bible says, On the third day, there was a wedding in Canaan of Galilee. To start with... That's to tell us that something happened three days after something else had happened. On the third day, what's happened? He had been gathering his disciples in chapter 1. And after he got Nathaniel and Philip, Peter and all of them together, then they went to a wedding which had been going on for days. The Bible said his mother was there too. Now both Jesus and his mother and disciples were invited and when they ran out of wine mother of Jesus said to him they have no wine I like the way it's put in the contemporary english version he said when the wine was all gone mary said to jesus they don't have any more wine jesus said to her woman what does your concern have to do with me my hour has not come his mother said to his servants, whatever he says to you, do it. Now there were set there six water pots of stone according to the manner of purification of the Jews containing the 20 and 30 gallons of peas. Jesus said to them, fill the water pots with water and they filled them up to the brim. He said to them, draw some out now and take it to the master of the feast. And they took it. When the master of the feast had tasted the water. That was made wine. And did not know where it came from. But the servants knew that they drew it from water. The master of the feast called the bridegroom. The first time we seen the bridegroom call forward. Said to him. Every man at the beginning of the beginning set out the good wine and when the guests are all well drunk then they bring out the inferior. You have kept the good wine until now. That is a prophecy for somebody right there. <laughs> the good wine in your life has been kept until now. How come it's a time of COVID? The good things are now happening to you. You have kept the good wine till now. I see celebration in your house. Amen. Amen. Everybody knows the time to celebrate when everybody will come with their own clothes and their own shoes and bags and uniforms, if they do. But you have kept the good wine till now when it has to be by Zoom. No matter what time it is, the good wine of your life is coming forth now. In the name of Jesus. Listen carefully to this. The Bible says in verse 11, this beginning of signs that Jesus did in Canaan of Galilee manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. They believed in him as what? We're going to find out. Now, for the benefit of Bible students, and thank God this is a Bible believing church, and we are loaded with Bible scholars. We must first of all tell ourselves before we go into this message today that if we focus simply on interpreting this passage according to okay, it was a wedding, and then there was water, and then turned to wine, and then all that, we're going to miss the Jews. We're going to miss a lot of stuff that is in this passage and that's why i really rejoice especially with some of my students the apostolic students uh, in the house know that we said on tuesday we are going to be doing hermeneutics, and that is a deep study and in understanding how to study and to preach the gospel to see the depths to see how it feels into the story and just for the benefit of everyone here in the world you're not invited to that class anyway but just for the benefit of this class today Let me show you some stuff in this passage that you may have missed because there are several strands in this short story that I just read. One of the strands is the way Jesus Christ answered his mother. You could take that up in a parental class. How did he answer his mother in that passage? That's one strand. Another one you can see here is a water turned to wine. Was it alcoholic wine? Was it not alcoholic wine? That is a whole debate that many people in the church have not yet discovered or recovered from. That's another strand. People have written books on that, what I just said, what they didn't understand. Another one is this Bible story has given us again a biblical reference for marriage ceremony. This is where the role of the church comes into it. Because they invited Jesus. Do you understand what I'm saying? These are different strands in this one story. Then another one, which I think actually is the one I love most, is on the third day. On the third day. The third day itself is a theological fact in the scriptures. Because of what happens on the third day generally. The third day, Christ rose from the dead. Do you understand what I'm saying? On the third day, the church was birthed. On the third day, things happened on the third day. And before this point, on the third day had been referred to three times so far in this book of John. So when we talk about the third day, that's something for us to study. But let me point out something else to you. Again, it was a wedding. That in itself is a subject to study. Because you see that when God created man, Adam and Eve in the garden, he put them together, the first thing he did with them was to conduct a wedding. At the beginning, there was a wedding. When Christ comes back, this is going to be what? The wedding. The beginning of the ministry of Jesus Christ could not have been left to chance. So that in itself is what studying. Why was it a wedding he went to? There must be a reason. But that's not where we're going to today. I just thought I will give you some things to think about as to go to have your coffee this afternoon. I want to look at three things in this passage that caught my eyes. And the first one is the wedding plans that was falling apart. It could be the business plans that was falling apart. It could be the ministry that was falling apart. It could be the career that was falling apart. Whatever the thing is, you can put it in there to help you understand the gravity of what we are saying here. Now, because it's a wedding, let's stick to the wedding. Because everything else I've mentioned has a protocol. Now, there is a protocol and a preparation required for weddings. And the couple in question, they knew it. The people getting married here, they followed the protocol. As as far as we can tell. This wedding seemed to have ticked all the right boxes. They invited their guests on time. They didn't leave Jesus Christ out at the beginning. So you can imagine how beautiful everything was at the beginning. And they were set for care. Today is our wedding day. But despite all the great plans they put together, it seemed that things were falling apart. At a point, even with Christ in their boat, storm came. At a point, even with their plans there, they have done nothing wrong. Things ran out. They ran out of zeal. They ran out of desire. The, the wedding was coming apart. The marriage was hitting the rocks somehow things were no longer working the business was no longer hitting as it should no longer making our marks you see that we we didn't call God yes we did call God things were going wrong so what do you do when all your plans my friend everything you've done seems to be hitting contradictions You have been told if you do these five steps, it will be five steps of success. You have climbed the fifth step. You're looking for the sixth now. Nothing has happened. You have been told to wait for your miracle. You have been waiting. Nothing has happened. It seems that it's getting worse rather than get better. Joseph did nothing wrong. God gave him a dream of who he's to become. And he was working out the dream. And despite the fact that he tried the side of the deal, it landed him in prison. That was not the plan. It was not meant to be. The wine was not supposed to run out. I mean, Jesus was on board. Friends, the distance between your dream and the fulfillment is process. And I'm going to come back to that. Because yes, you have heard that before. But one man's process is another man's protest. What do you do when you can't explain why the wine ran out? That is part of the thing I'm seeing in this passage. For us to be able to put everything together and come back to it, let me first of all put this in your left hand. Stay on course. Say to somebody. And if you, are right, if you are left-handed, put it on your right hand. Stay on course. Stay on course. It's not time to lose your head. It's not time to walk out. Stay on course. Now, the second thing I want to bring out before we bring the three together. Quickly. Is the role of the mother of Jesus in this story. The role of the mother of Jesus in the story. Because, you see, last week, we zoomed into the servants. And I left out these crucial ones to now. The role of the mother of Jesus in this story is interesting. It's an unusual role. Every time I'd read this story in the past, the way I've seen it is that, well, you know, like any mother who is proud of her bright child, she wanted to show off her son because she must have seen Jesus Christ. You know, doing stuff in the house. She must have seen Jesus Christ performing miracles in the house. So when there was a need to perform a miracle, okay, Jesus, do your thing. This woman was in a party like most of us could be. Or she was in a church. Or she was in an office. Or she was in a family setting. And she could see things falling apart. She could see problems going on. The mother of Jesus Christ was as much of a guest like every other person. And when she saw things falling apart, she had the choice. Talk about it. Snap it. And put it on her Snapchat. Talk about some wedding. Look at how ill-prepared they are. She could gossip about it, call her friend. After all, there was no wine. So it's time to talk now. Or she could leave the party early. Because what else is there to do? This place is falling apart anyway. She could stay at home and say, Well, there's no, no church anywhere anymore. Church all over the world is shut down. She could do anything else but art. But this woman, she decided to do what Christ expect of all of us. She saw herself as a solution, even though they didn't invite her to do that. She became a link to a miracle. My dear friends, sometimes all you need to do is to be a link. Or sometimes all you need to do is to be the one interceding. Sometimes what you need to do, sometimes it's just to be the one to guide someone rather than talk about it. The mother of Jesus Christ knew by stepping out and stand to be ridiculed, but she couldn't be bothered about that. Because she caught something in the spirit, which is where I'm going to, which is very unique. Mary's request was tapping into the purpose of manifesting the sons of the kingdom before their time. Oh God. Do you know there are things that David did in the Old Testament that appeared as if David knew this is what Christ was coming to do? There is a place you walk with. There is a way you walk with God. You are tapping into what others can't see yet. Do you understand what I'm saying? But that's where God wants us to work. Mary. You know, I used to think she must have seen miracles with Jesus. Until God opened my eyes to see this passage in verse 11. She's never seen Jesus Christ work miracles. The Bible said clearly in verse 11, this was the beginning oh you're not getting it this morning but what was it that she saw there is something that mary caught on to that we must latch on to this morning it was what the mother of moses caught so oh, jesus when she looked at the baby everybody was giving up on their baby but the mother of Moses said, this is a goodly child. He said, there's something about this child. I'm not going to let this child go. I'm not going to let it go. I know this baby is sick, but it's not going to die. I know things I am to I'm sorry if I have to put this baby on the river. Even though it's full of sharks and crocodiles. I know that this baby will survive. Something about this baby. I cannot let my child go. Something when you carry a womb (laughs) when you carry a vision in your womb you say i know i've seen it i've seen it your husband may be snoring not because he didn't believe but they are wired differently but this woman won't let go if i don't have to sleep i won't sleep i know i'm gonna wait it's the same thing the bible calls her the woman the notable woman of Shunem. that's what she caught on to ah she knows her until noon time, and the child died on her lap. And the Bible says she locked the baby on the bed of restoration. And she said to her husband, I'll see you later. What's oh, going on? So nothing is wrong. He said, Nothing is wrong. Ah, all is well. I said, All is well with your vision. All is well with your dream. All is well with your baby. All is well with what you carry. All is well with your business. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sandra. It is what she caught onto. Jesus Christ knew it. Mary knew it. She couldn't tell. Listen to me, friends. Mary didn't know what Jesus would do. She didn't even know how she he would do it. But she just knew something must happen. <laughs> and so, and so she 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 brought the servants to Jesus, and then she said to them, and she said, you know what? Whatever she he tells you to do. I don't know what it's gonna tell you. I don't know how the baby will be. I don't know how the baby will come. I don't know when the baby will come. I don't know where this baby will live. I know something will happen. The story three must be made. I know, I know. Why do you know? How do you know I receive a prophecy? who has believed that which was spoken our kandaraba what has been said what has been said concerning your baby what has been said concerning your business what has been said concerning your destiny this morning, receive it receive it i want to put your hand on your on your womb every woman every man put your hand somewhere put your hand if it's on your mind put your hand and receive it receive grace to conceive in the spirit receive grace to conceive receive grace to conceive that which no covid can kill who am I talking to this morning? I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. <laughs> oh, put your hand on your head, man. You are conceiving ideas. You are conceiving ideas. Oh, my time. <laughs> I celebrate every woman in the house. I celebrate everyone, every here in the house. Every here in the house. My Bible tells me, women received their dead back hallelujah how did they do it oh god almighty oh god almighty this is not time for you to go into egocentrism this is a time for you to know how if I have to look funny I look funny if I have to be insulted I look I don't care I am focusing on what I want to get oh Jesus is lord let me run this up I wish I hope I can finish this today Oh, Jesus, my miracle sneaked on me. Oh, how did it happen? The third thing I want to show you quickly as we round up is the lesson of the kingdom bridge. The lesson of the kingdom bridge is between defeats and the dream. The lesson of the kingdom bridge is always, always, Between the feet and the dream. It is always, there is a bridge between the two. That difficult time in your career. That difficult time in your business. That difficult time in your work with the Lord. That difficult time in whatever the thing is. There is always that thing. But what connects is there is a bridge. What is that bridge? See, that's the thing that many people fail to know. And so it makes a miracle to sneak on us. Are you following me now? Now you got to remind, we got to remind ourselves who Jesus was in this story. He is God, He created everything, He knew what was going on before Mary came to Him. All things were made by Him for Him. So He he was not being informed. Mary just promoted herself. It was the same thing when, when, when Peter said something that you are Jesus, the son of the living God. He said, wow! You have just entered a particular file that is coded. So Jesus Christ, he knew what's going to happen. And if you look by the law of first mention, like I told us, wedding was in the beginning. Wedding was going to be at the end. So the beginning of his miracle and his ministry, it's not a surprise that he started with a wedding. But what did he want to do with this wedding? That's, in, that's, that's what we want to look at. I want you to see what Christ did in the story. When the problem was brought to him. John chapter 7 verse 37. The Bible said on the last day of the feast, Jesus Christ stood up and he shouted he cried out if anyone needs water you following me now <laughs> anyone thirsty come to me when the wine ran out christ could have easily done that he could have said oh wine ran out.' okay could have just stood up anyone who needs wine come come receive the holy spirit are you following me he didn't do that he gave them an assignment if he had done that it would have been fine he didn't do that he could have called the bridegroom who later on they called bridegroom come here? So, what happened to your wine? How did it happen? He didn't do that. He could have called the master of the ceremony. He didn't do that. He chose to be in the background and instructed the servants so that the working of the miracle, man legged horror story which is the purpose I area, which we will walk in hallelujah you listen to me now it will be in their hands it will be in their hands by the act of obedience fetch the water they didn't understand what's going to be but they understood obedience so they fetched the water they went and came they went and came And while this was going on, the disciples of Jesus Christ, they were within, they were observing. Remember, this was a first class, public class. Why did he do that? Because Jesus Christ knew everything he was doing now, he's going to be needed during the COVID season. He's going to be needed later on. Because a few days after this point, these same disciples are going to find themselves in the same position of the wedding in Canaan. What do you mean? They were at the crusade and there was no bread. Are you following me now? There was no bread. And just like the Mary came to Jesus, they came to Jesus. Master, the people are here, but there is no bread. so he did exactly what he has shown them as a model you give them something to eat i want to say this to you my friend you have something to give in the season you have something to give. listen to me you have something to give i don't care what the devil has said to you i don't care how you are feeling at home i don't care whether you think oh i am sick even if you are sick in your body you are still a healer are you following me now (laughs) Even if you are broke, you have something to give. Even if nobody is calling you, you have something to give. He said to them, 5,000 men, not counting the women or the children. Let me give my distance before I get carried away. The Bible said, Jesus Christ said, you give them. They said, nothing to give. All we have here is five loaves and two fishes. He said, that's more than enough. Are you out of your mind? How can we do that? The wine has run out. It's the same thing, my dear friend. The mission, the method, and the message remains the same. (laughs) So, even though they have seen it the first time, they had to experience it. So, how do you explain how you were healed of COVID? How do you explain when the people were getting infected and that and you had some symptoms and God just healed you? How do you explain pain in your shoulder that you never got any treatment for? And then he just here are you listening. How do you explain? How do you explain things you didn't even understand? Things you can't even understand that God has done, but God had to allow you to go through it. So Jesus Christ said. give them something to eat, so they started with the five loaves and two fishes so they started just like the servants that we don't even know their names you see you're worried that you should be known before you can do anything (laughs) you think unless you are known i'm not going to do a thing they must call me they must invite me they must recognize acknowledge me now you aren't ready yet because the heroes not even numbered and named, this is how they did it. So you can imagine the faces of the disciples how they took the bread that looks impossible and they were sharing it not in tiny bits, they were giving it, and as they gave it, it was multiplying in their hands. I prophesy over you this afternoon in the name of Jesus as you begin to fetch water, as you begin to obey God. As we begin to step out. As we begin to do this, do that. I pray for grace, for multiplication. 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 Grace. Grace. Multiplication upon you. Upon your house. Upon your work. Upon your ministry. Upon your business. Upon your career. Upon your oh, la kaling sotoria. As you obey. As you obey. As you carry out. He looks stupid. How do you I need you to just the same way you you imagined the 180 gallons of water. Now imagine nine or twelve thousand people, because five thousand men, not counting the women or the children, were present. So you see the situation now got scaled up. Do you understand what I'm saying? So imagine exactly the same thing, and then imagine the disciples. How long it had to take them to serve them, looking stupid, because every time they took the last one, look at the last one in their hand, and they just gave it, it just multiplied. How did they come from? He just gave the last offering. God just provided. Are you? He just gave. God, God just provided. You thought this is the best job you can have? Boom. God just gave you a better job. God just surprised you. You thought this is the best thing that can ever. Boom. God said, boom, just happened. God will take you to the bridge between your defeat and your dream. And that bridge is consistent obedience. You can't say, I've done it five times. It's time for me to stop. No. I've done it enough. No. You will not stop until you see your change come. Because it's not over. Until you win. It's not over. Until you win. You must understand that there is a reason. He set it in place as a pattern. So the Bible says, as I round up, he did this thing. And his disciples believed in him. Wow! In him as what? Definitely not as a Messiah at that point. They didn't even remember. Later on, when he introduced the model, of the Masonic that you have to eat my flesh Uh, 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 we didn't sign up for this at this point it was about meeting their need it was about working miracles at this point it was about wow you know when he called them he said follow me I will make you fishers of men so they believed on him that we can actually be fishers of men follow me as you fetch the water you will become miracle workers follow me as you obey me consistently you will do stuff that you never thought you could do so they believed on him they believed on him that wow this is it the thing happened in john 6 when they saw the miracle of the loaves the bible says, and the multitude believed on him this is a prophet sent from god that's how far they believed up to that point I want to close this afternoon saying to you, what have you believed on him for? In what level? If you believe on him, why do you act as if you don't believe? If you believe that you are a future of man, when next will you win souls? When are you going to be the link between their defeat and their dream? But what I know. He who has called you is faithful. He will surely do it. I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. I want to rise up on your feet and begin to thank him. Because you are not serving him in vain. Go ahead and begin to say, Lord, I give you praise. I bless you. I bless you. I appreciate you. I thank you for what you are doing in my life. I thank you because faithful are you. Who also have come you will do it. I thank you, Lord Jesus. Breathe on me, O oh God. This is how I change it. This is how I change my word. Because the breath of God is on the inside of me. Breathe on me, Lord. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Breathe, breathe, breathe. And I decree in the name of Jesus. Just like Christ, breathe the breath of life upon them. I activate that divine workings of miracle. Grace to activate divine consistent obedience. Consistent obedience where your wine has run out. I pray for grace to continue, grace to continue until your change comes, grace to see your miracles, grace to laugh, grace to obey with joy, I pray for you in the name of Jesus, the quickening power of the Holy Spirit from within, let that be real upon you this morning, I pray for you in your business, in your marriage, in all that you lay your hands on, you will never remain the same. I receive that fresh grace upon you. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. In the name of Jesus. I release it upon you in the name of Jesus. Receive it in Jesus' name. A quickening power for anything that is dying to receive life. In the name of Jesus. It is well with you and your household. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We do hope you have been blessed. Our special thanks go to all our partners who give generously to support our ministry. You are welcome to be one of us. If you'd like someone to talk to you on any of the issues raised in today's message, please do call us on plus 597 or you visit our website on www.hccenter.org.uk. May the peace of the Lord guard you and keep you till we meet again. God bless you.